This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you like what we have going on here, make sure that you support the people that support us. Go to shop.lowerafterhours.com for all your clothing needs. Again, find that at shop.lourafterhours.com. Boomer is a Hall of Famer. Good. He's he's the one Bengals that I knew growing up in yeah. Cincinnati. Him and uh oh, I just drew a blank. He was the, our left guard, Anthony Munoz. The, the rare Inya that's in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Hit him. So they used to do this really ridiculous uh I think it was a carpet commercial. Anthony Munoz and this really small white dude. I don't remember what it was, but it was just like one of those commercials. You know, like every town has one of those ridiculous commercials that they get the sports athlete on. And Anthony Munoz was, was <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was just really ridiculous because he was like the, the counterpart was standing up on the couch just to could become even closely remote to Anthony Munoz's height. How funny would it be if it was Boomer Esiason? <laughs> I don't think it was. I forget his name. He's a little ball guy. What was it? I don't know. What it was also uh, I played freeze tag with Icky Wood's son in the fourth grade. Who won? Uh, I think it was one of those like boys versus girls type of uh, freeze tag where it just switched type of thing. Icky might be a good one. Least accomplished person that can be known by only one name because I don't know any other Ickies out there. 
Yeah, so we were talking about that. Probably, I don't know if it was right before you record, but yeah, least accomplished person to be known by basically a name. Aki's up there. Uh, Tua, I mean, I understand what we're saying from national championship, et cetera, but pro level, at the pro level, who's the least accomplished person to be known by just who they are? Iggy, I would do. I, I don't. I'm just trying to think of like again. N- there's not many that just get to be known for just their first name who haven't really done anything at the pro level. Now, does that person have to have a difficult last name? That's why we just don't say it. No, because Kobe. I mean, Kobe is Kobe, right? No. Any first names, or did I just bring up the worst game ever? Bobon. Bobon is uh, that's a but good that's one. because his last name is Shaq. just a bunch of well Shaq. Um, it's we. I feel like it's more of like a basketball thing, unless in football. Well, did Dak. you say Shaq or did you say Dak? Because Dak, said Shaq. Okay, I said Dak. Shaq. Dak was up there. And I hate to say that as a Cowboys fan, but Dak is up there as far as yeah. But I think it also has to do with like the uniqueness because like Brady, it's. Just Brady, right? You can't be Tom. Yeah, no, yeah. it has to be. Is this like first, the name first Thomas? name Thomas. His name was Thomas Brady. Would that change? Thomas oh. Brady. So I hope interesting. It's Thomas. So interesting story about Thomas uh, Francis Elizabeth Brady. He actually went to the same high school that my father-in-law graduated from. Sarah hmm. High School in like just outside of uh, San Francisco. Hmm. How about that? How about that? How about that? Yeah, I think. Fran. <laughs> Fran. I think that that's got to be right. Dion. Dion's up there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's few and far between, but I think the least accomplished, at least for now, has to be Tua, unless he somehow becomes. Like Sam Darnold, you can never just be Sam. <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen Tua's commercial? That commercial, it's no. like. It's 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 like a weird take on like the Lion King when like it's it, it's awful. It's like when the antelope wakes up, it thinks it has to run away from the lion. When the lion wakes up, it has to be I have to be faster than the antelope, and it's like a shaving commercial. Gillette so commercial. Weird. I'm like, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like the voiceover person is definitely trying to be like Mufasa, like us. Uh, is it Steve Earl Jones? James James, James, Jones, James Jones. Yeah. When the dolphins wake up, they have to rape other sea animals. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> oh, that's what dolphins do. Uh, but never mind. So uh, I'm sure there's better things to talk about than the least uh, least impactful syllable uh, in uh, Hollywood. So since seal, speaking of animals in the water. So... <laughs> Beep. Uh, what else is on the menu? Man, uh, I mean, we we had a Danless Monday, uh, which always leads to a lot of sports talk there from uh, from the boys uh, there in the uh, in the shipping container and in the studio between uh, Mike and Stu, um, which kind of leads to a fly on the wall discussion, right? Like, what conversation would you like to be a fly on the wall for? I'll go. So I, I just, this came up in my head. I would really like to be on the fly in the wall when Stu Gotts comes home and sees like 30 boxes of Zapatos shoes. I really want to know what those conversations are like, because I feel like 
he makes it sound like he's giving Abby the business, but like, you know, when it is like, she's, she's giving it to him. And I think that'd be a very interesting conversation. This, I would love to just anything. I would love to hear a fight, the, their fights. I would love to see the two of them fighting because both of them, when they probably get going, the F bombs probably dropping. And like, it's probably just ridiculous. So I, I attest to that because I actually like, I cannot walk out of my house without a box. And I, I, I'm not exaggerating this. Like every fucking day, I can say this because my wife does, would never listen to this. It's the same thing. There is a box or a package on my patio. And it is to the point where like, there are times where when I'm driving her car, I'm like, I hope Bluetooth didn't catch to her phone or her headphones because we share cars where I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like I'm pulling away in her car <laughs> and there have been times where the Bluetooth starts to catch on. And I know one day I'm going to get caught, like just mad that I see something. So I can't imagine the level of money in this dude got to the math that his frustration, it has to be legitimate because I'm nowhere near Stugat's money. And if I see a simple package, like my boy is two and a half. And when we say we're going to order him something, he says, oh, they have to deliver it. He knows nothing about a store. So I tested <laughs> that. I, I believe those arguments are legitimately real. And I agree. That would be, it'd be better to be a fly inside the car to hear the true version of Stugat's because I think we all hide from our wives. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um <laughs> yeah we get we get so many packages i think on a daily basis that the amazon guy is now showing up as a familiar face on our nest app which is <laughs> now, now out of curiosity does this like whole thing change like if i i mean you know my wife is the breadwinner of the family so like does it change what you think about the packages show up so like let's say Abby made all the money and Stu did it and she was ordering all the packages more. So does it change based on who's making the money in the household that you're upset? Or is it just the fact that like someone's just spending money on things? I'll let beep start there. Yeah. With, with Stu I don't think that matters at all. It doesn't matter if, if he's bringing home the bacon or if Abby is yeah, completely outpacing him there, he's going to have an issue regardless. I agree. I don't even think it's the fact that like being the very, cause like my wife if you wanted to like quote math and math, it's, it's not too far apart. So it's never about that. My wife pulls yeah. her own weight. It's more about like, Jesus Christ. Like why it's, I don't know. To me, it's just, there's a box there every single time. So yeah, I don't know if it's so much the breadwinner or it's like the lack of control. Like that's it. This is what this is going to be. There's a box on your front porch. Or is it day. this? Because we know that we're going to have to take the recycling out. So we know we got to break down the box. <laughs> That's what it is. I still haven't done tomorrow's trash day. And I still haven't done it. You got 30 boxes You're you got right. to cut open and yes. slap. That's that's what it really is. That's all it is, the, yeah. It's not about the money being spent. <laughs> it's the fact that we're going to have to break down the boxes. Yes. I don't know. The the box breakdown time is is... It's, it's, it's kind of cathartic in a way, you know, you're, you're taking out all of your frustration on these packages that are coming every single day. It's like, Oh, okay. I've got this knife. I can finally take out my aggression <laughs> on this box. Fantastic. No, I I'm, I'm kidding. I, I love you wife. I love you. Mrs. Beep. You're, you're phenomenal. Sharon will never hear this. And I hate the whole concept of everything to do with it, but keep going as long as i don't have to i haven't been to a grocery store in like five years so you know what i can't complain yeah and and i think part <laughs> of it is going to be because of you know our, our current climate um we don't go shopping we have you know people that go shopping for us and, and drop it off um 
anything for baby beep number one or number two. I mean, all that stuff's getting delivered, you know, snacks and, you know, bottles and clothes and everything like that is that's all being delivered. So I'll take it. <laughs> um, Flem, what, what about you? What, what uh, conversation would you like to be a, a fly on the wall for? Well, so yeah, I guess I get just kind of pee back there. I'm honestly, so to me, the, the fly on the wall, and maybe this is just doing the parent thing. I'm honestly thinking no, no pun intended on the fly here because I wasn't as prepared. Um, to me, the fly on the wall is, have you ever just been like you and your child by yourself in a room, like doing something while the other one is where they can't hear you, but they're there. And whether it's something small and this, this is, this is kind of like relationship issues. Great pot. No, but like where you're just off, like taking, like doing bath time, changing kid, anything. And then you just see something small and you start to tell your kids, like you over-exaggerate how bad the other parent is. And I'm like, I want to be the fly on the wall when like my wife has to give my kid a bath and she sees it. Like I didn't do something in the general vicinity of her eyesight, like just something small because it's always something minor with parents. I'm like, I just want to see her like giving him a bath or like taking him upstairs and then realizing I completely forgot to like put his clothes away. And they're just like on the chair in his room or something. And I just want to hear like the small comment of like, the laziest husband I've ever. <laughs> so like, it's just the little things I always want to be fly. Cause to me, those are like the funniest things that like we take uh, or that we don't realize we're doing. Cause you're just saying it in front of a kid. And I'm always like, I just want to find that and exaggerate that to like, look what you showed our two-year-old. You told them I was the laziest <laughs> man to ever exist. And then hope she never saw the fly on the wall version of me doing the same. But yeah. So I think that's probably it. I don't have anything sports related because I mean, it's all the same takes. I feel like sports fans are the same assholes whether or not we're around. 100%. And you? Uh, if you know, I guess if I had to pick a sports fly-in-the-wall conversation, I think it would be maybe just David Sampson having a conversation with himself <laughs> um, because that would be that, – that, that's going to be gold. Yeah. Oh, if we get to talk about like this show, like a fly on the wall show, one thing I've always wondered, and I don't know if any of y'all, and the boring part of corporate America is being like a boss or a manager, Mike Ryan having to be like a manager, manager. Like imagine Mike Ryan having to give a quarterly or an annual performance <laughs> to Chris Cody, uh, really a Billy Gill, like, I feel like giving a quarterly performance to Billy Gill is like trying to give a quarterly performance to somebody that you know you're in charge of, but you're like, I know that you're just as smart as me and you pretend not to be. And that to me would be a cool fly on the wall. I think Morgan is joining and I think she's in Jamaica. Palm trees. No, I think you're right, Flem. It would be interesting. Like, or if like if someone like in the shipping container did something that kind of broke the rules and like, Mike Ryan kind of has to like scold them, yes. but like you can't scold. It's weird because it's like scolding your friends because like th like that's the worst spot though for a manager to be in when like you kind of you're the boss, but like you're all friends. Yes, and you kind of can't be like, "Yo, dude, stop doing that." <laughs> it, it's one of the worst things I've done well in professional world in my professional experience where I've almost like fired like a great friend and it's like how do you do that in that level? Cause you guys are publicly friends. So like if I had done it, 
like four people would be like, hey, Frank, you're an asshole, right? But like if Mike Ryan ever had to like discipline somebody, it's like, Mike Ryan, congratulations, millions of people hate you because you disciplined our favorite character on this show, which obviously none of us would know about, but it would just be a great moment to be a fly on the wall. Um, Morgie has joined us from apparently some sort of resort. I'm at Jimmy's house. Oh, apparently Jimmy is rich. It means it's not the resort. That is a water sound, which would only be defined as Morgie's resort. Um, All right. Wait. I think we, I think Morgie's probably a little delayed here. So. All right. Yeah. There she goes. Executive decision. She fell, she fell in the pool. Right. <laughs> Morgie <laughs> just drowned on, on podcast. So. We're, we're, we're going to keep that in. Yes. All right. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, so fellow Lau Ranger, Dr. K during the post game uh, sent Mike a DM talking about what would be your unsuperpower. Um uh Flam, so, what do you think? So, okay, go ahead, Flam. No, you're good. I'm sorry. I was just thinking. No, I got I got this. I have I have two. One was one that I have uh and then one my wife pointed out me and and it's this one the first one that I thought of is weird because I I I am very athletic and I have good balance. But I'm really bad at walking up steps for some reason. And I don't know what I'm doing, but like I like I'll go to step and I'll kind of like just I'll I'll just miss. Like and I don't know why. And I'll just kind of like trip and this I'll be fine. I don't fall. It's just I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm trying to go too fast or I'm like trying to do something like I'm trying to play a game in my head, but like I'll I'll just miss the step. Like always. Like I don't fall and I catch myself, and it's not like I'm like uncoordinated. But I don't know why I do that. And then the one my wife pointed out, I was like, I'm really bad at closing cabinet doors. <laughs> <laughs> the cabinet door is touched so much in the heart. <laughs> yeah. And, and like if I know if, 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 I'm, if I'm being devious and I know I want to just drive her mad, I'll open up like a, I'll open up a bunch of them just to like just just to mess with her. That, that's pretty nefarious. So no, like, I what? No, like, isn't that a shitty thing that we do? Like, it's so bad that guy. Like, what's so hard about closing a cabinet? Because stepping on steps, I actually do want to talk about. Like, we're clumsier than we think we are, but like the smaller topic, it's so dumb. Like, why are we so lazy? I for me, I think it's I'm I'm thinking about the next step. I'm thinking about doing. I'm thinking about what I'm doing next. So like, I'm grabbing the coffee filters, and then I forget that I open up the door, and then I just. Uh, for me, that's what it is. It's not like I'm purposely doing it. Except, except for the times of when I am purposely just like, oh, I'm going to leave this open just because I know it's going to drive her nuts when she wakes up. I also look forward to my whiskey that much. Uh, so <laughs> it, 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 It's a time saver. It's just too much yeah. time. I got to hurry up and get to the ice of the whiskey. So I don't have time <laughs> to close. Beep, do you do the same thing? Uh, no, mine is turning off lights. Uh, I, I always just, I forget, you know, I, I walk into the, the closet and I forget to turn the light off or I go into the, the bathroom and forget to turn the light off. And then the other one is my very, very own special unsuperpower is I can never put the USB into the outlet correctly the first time <laughs> ever. 
Technically, normally it's the one that has the light on the front. That's the side up. So my own superpower similar is uh, I always find like, cause usually I'm the one, like as we all are, you have to like make whatever cheap thing you bought from Target, Walmart, whatever shelf, whatever it is you have to put together. And I always find the way to make the ones that I can, but for some reason I can always find the one that Sharon can make easily. And I screw it up in such a fashion that I pretend it's okay. So I build something and I swear to God, it's okay until she tests it. And it does this and it's just for the non-visual medium. It just wobbles. And I only find the one that she's capable of making better than me. So like she couldn't make 9% of what we buy but the 10% she can, I make so shitty that she makes better and it turns her into the man of the house. And, uh, <laughs> and that, is, that is what I'm really good at is finding the one thing that makes her feel like more of a man than me. And so I never win. Morgie, uh, what is your unsuperpower outside of stealing Jimmy's pool and drowning in it? Uh, I'm not drowning. I'm thriving. Absolutely thriving. I've got a white claw. Everything's good. Mango. Mango. Oh, mango. Steve oh, would be proud. I've got the place to myself. So what's so, your own superpower? Uh, doing the dishes. I'm so useless at doing the dishes. I hate them. Oh, and I and, and doing the rubbish. Jimmy doesn't even live with me and I make him take my rubbish out every week. You're the Man, rubbish? I, rubbish. I, I rubbish. like that. I don't, I'm going to start calling trash rubbish. I like that. Rubbish. <laughs> I thought she said take out the rubbish. No, rubbish. That's a great yeah, name. Yeah. Rubbish. So on Tuesday night, which is tonight here, is rubbish night. So you have to put your bins out, and I hate doing it. So Jimmy has to stay at my house the night before so he can take out the rubbish. Yeah. So I have uh, my trash day is tomorrow morning, and my trash guys are so shitty. They leave my trash in my recycling bin in the middle of my entire street, and uh, I joked about it once, and I don't know who this weirdo is, but somebody on Twitter created an account that's my trash man. And every Tuesday morning, he tweets me of asking how he did with my uh, with my trash. But uh, it's the shittiest thing for, like, they leave it in the middle of my street. And I'm like, how shitty can you be at your job? Like, it's not – you have a truck that does it. But anyway, shout out to trash man. This is where I, like, pretend, like, yeah, pay the teachers more. Mm. My bad. Pay the trash man less. Yeah, if we take the trash man's money and give it to the teachers. Yeah, everyone wins except for the trash man. Yeah, but I guess the thing is, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, they take your trash. Like, the more, if you complain about the trash man, then it's like, oops, we forgot your trash today. Right? Uh, Last week, they half emptied my bin. I was so angry. Like, Mm. I'd. I'd taken the time to break down my boxes and put the right things in the recycling and the right things in the normal bin and they didn't even empty it properly. I was furious. So wait, do you all, do we all recycle? Uh, we're going to do a quick yes, no, instead of show hands. Yes. Do you recycle? Yes, no. Yes. Uh, I'm pointing at the computers if you all have the same view as me. Lou. Yes. yes. <laughs> And Morgan, I don't believe you. I know you say yeah. yes, but uh, I just feel like you're just uh, a horrible re- human all around. Recycling has been a thing here since like I can remember. We have our recycling bins are bigger than our normal bins. So I've never recycled until I got married. I didn't really oh, believe. No, because yeah. because we 
drink a lot of alcohol and that comes in recyclable containers. I've realized that lately. I've I've realized that it's unfortunate where you're to the point of breaking bottles in your recycling bin. Uh, Moving on, what other topic do we have besides? uh, It's really hot today. What's the topic? No, we're going to go so long. We're going to go so long. Drake's going to come babysit our podcast next week <laughs> to make sure what? that we keep now, it moving. Well, we did learn. I, I don't know who the announcer was, but we learned that uh, Miami is for real. Oh, really? Oh, yep. Jesus. I forgot oh, who it was. Two, are, like, dolphins? Are, 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 no, they, they, we didn't know. We didn't, he didn't say anything about Tua. He just said the Dolphins are for real. Uh, well, the defense was good. Um, defense. Sorry. Defense. You, you can say defense. Uh, Greg Cody, Greg Cody doing a Tua song was so oh, so amazing. bad. I thought it was bad. <laughs> no, was it like, was oh bad, God. especially for his voice because Greg Cody's actually sung beautifully, and I don't say it to like be a kiss ass as some fraud silly winner would call me. Uh, but but no, I think Greg Cody has sung actually really well in the past. And yeah, you're right, uh, Lou. You're right. You called me on a bullshit. It was such a bad singing. Oh my god. Like at first, I was like listening to it. I was like, okay, I, I had a, like it was so bad. I didn't know if it was Greg Cody or not at first. But then, like the best part is when he had the double home harmonies come in, and it was like, oh, he took time to like layer the harmonies, add an extra layer. Well, that's what confused me so bad when I tried to hear. It. I was like, am I like mishearing this? I don't think this is Greg Cody. I thought they were joking, and then. It turned out as good. Cody. So Beep, as the only person here, I think, who can actually hold the tune. What what A A B or C grade of Greg Cody singing? Uh, I it was it was not good. Uh, but it wasn't terrible. Uh but but the bar here is Greg Cody. I feel like he's sung up to a B plus level before. Or do you disagree? Again, y'all <laughs> the one time I tried to sing, y'all heard, so you tell me. I feel like Greg Cody can actually sing. You can, yeah. The uh, good morning for some for somebody who has had a tumor in his throat for forty years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I would say that it was Blaine Gabbert. Not terrible. Okay, okay, yeah. got it. Morgie, do you have a grade or? I, I haven't even heard it. I haven't heard yesterday this morning's show yet. I was asleep. It was a big night. So Morgie, for anybody who's listening, Morgie is doing what Stugas <laughs> described in the post game show. Where you just get stoned and drink tequila in a pool, <laughs> and that is basically what Morgie decided to join us with today. Yeah, well, it's a public holiday here. It's the we call it the race that stops the nation, but it really only stops our state because everyone else is at work. And um, we are just enjoying a day off, even though we've had 150 days off in a row. So, cheers to that. We had our our, our teachers had yeah. Cheers. My daughter had it was his teacher like it's technically like teacher in service day. So like which is like weird because especially because we're all virtual. It's like why do we need like are you guys like meeting up having your own Zoom meeting to talk about what's going on? Like definitely not. Like the teacher just like we don't want to do school today. Uh-huh. So the rest of the country is annoyed. They're like well, Victoria has been off work for for months. And now they've got a public holiday to celebrate a day that they can't even go to. Well, well, whatever. Get your own holiday. It's important to celebrate racehorses. 
Beef's had enough of this. All right, y'all yeah, cut, he's like, cut the shit out. <laughs> Wrap this shit. We're not. Hey, we're not here to be Friday's podcast, Morgan. I would like. I would like Mrs. Beep to make an appearance now. Oh yeah, if you give Miss Beep a bottle of wine and just get the hell out of here, <laughs> I, I, I I will clear out very no. very quickly. No. Um, <laughs> so we are gonna go here to the weekend observations beep count brought to you by at Beep Count. Today's total beeps was 200, a segment length of 5 minutes and 30 seconds, led to a 36.36 beeps per minute, which was up 18.7% week over week. Hashtag weekend observations, hashtag Tua time, hashtag Jua time. That was your weekend observations beep count brought to you by at Beep Count. I just really like Adderall. <laughs>